Okay. So we started last night. We started last night. The sugya. We started last night the sugya of Reach. We said that Puntas IV by brachas on foods, there's many brachas. And the higher degree of specificity that you could achieve, it's better. We're about to start in Mem Gimel and Aleph, about the seven lines from the bottom. Um, so, so, just like by brachas on foods, the higher degree of specificity, the better. And there's a bracha that's a catch-all by foods, namely a shahako. We said the same thing is true by reyach, that, that all brachas are, are for each thing, and if you don't fit into any other category, you make a bare mine besam. And that was the, and that was the, the hakdama. By the way, binyamin. Yes. <laughs> just, just to clarify, there is no bracha on tobacco, on snuff, because tobacco is an odorless um, uh, herb, weed, fruit, flower, whatever you want to call it. It's odorless. It has no natural rech, so you do not make any bracha on, on tabak. But they, and, what they put in there. And the flavors they put in there are artificial and bottles. So you do not, no one makes a bracha on tabak. If you see people making a bracha on tabak, you should, you should, um, you should uh, punch them. We don't make a bracha on the snuff. No one makes a bracha on snuff. No person that ever learned kufta zayin. I don't know, they were passing something out last year. Maybe cloves. I don't know Maybe cloves, but... Uh, um, anyway, so that's uh, that. That's that. Binyamin, that's that's the answer to you yesterday. Um, uh, you had snuff. What flavor? Oh, just like real tobacco? Oh, mint. Okay, fine. So says the Gemara like this. Says the Gemara like this. Starting again, I guess this is five lines before the end of the thin lines on the bottom of Gimel Amad Aleph. Kol hamugmaris, all incenses that you burn in order to smell, you make the brach of atse besamim. And Rashi says, as well as Taisus, that this is even if in order to get it to smell, you have to totally burn it and totally turn it to ash and totally disintegrate it, you still make an atse besamim because that's what it was. Now, a lot of Rishayim, the Ritva, the Ra'ah, say, no, 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 no. If in order to get it to smell, you need to totally destroy it from its original form. You don't make any bracha at all. There are also Rishayim that say no. If you need to burn it to get it to smell, and you need it to disintegrate it to get it to smell, you make a baremine besamim. So there, there's three opinions as to how to learn this Gemara. 
Rashi and Tesis learned that you make an atse besamim no matter what you need to do to it to get it to smell. In fact, says the Gemara, Kalam Gemara, any besamim you make an atse besamim on, so if you smell cinnamon sticks or if you smell cloves, you make an atse besamim, chutz mi musk, except for musk, which we discussed at length last night, shimen chayahu, it comes from a wild animal. That, since it's not natural at all, since it doesn't come from a tree at all, you make a bari mine besamim on it. Aaron, you give me a look that you made. You messed up this past week on Havdalah. We said last night you didn't. The rule is that no matter what you make on besamim matzah Shabbos, it's a bari mine besamim. So, so the, what happened to the Velt is like this. The Velt never makes brachas on Reich. Except the only time the Velt makes brachas on Reich is Matzah Shabbos by, by Avdala, which you're supposed to make a Mini Abisamah on everything. So therefore the Velt thinks you make a bar Mini Abisamah on that. But the honest truth is, 99% of what you make a bracha on Matzah Shabbos by Avdala, cinnamon, cloves, cinnamon sticks, all that stuff, or even if it's in an asterisk, would be another bracha. We only make a Mini Abisamah because it's, it's Matzah Shabbos. Okay, asks the Gemara a question on this that Mamash says the opposite. You, own, you do not make an atse besamim except on a tree that smells good without any intervention. And what are these trees that smell good without any intervention? The Gemara has two examples. El al-Afarsim and Shalbeis Rabbi. There's a very, very, very expensive tree that only extremely rich people had. Like, for instance, Rabbeinu HaKadosh was extremely wealthy, so he would have this Afarsim tree. Vial Afarsim and Shalbeis Kesar. Or, for instance, the Caesar would have Afarsim so this tree is extremely expensive, and that's an example of a tree that smells naturally good and doesn't need any breaking up, cracking up, burning, pulverizing, um, squeezing the essence out of any other of those kinds of interventions. It doesn't need. Says Mark, you see from here, you're wrong. That the only time you make an atse besamim was when the eight salein smells good. Or tree, a myrtle tree is an example of a tree that smells good without any intervention. And that, that's taka readily available. So it's not just expensive trees. But beside these trees, beside these trees, anything that needs intervention, burning, crushing, you know, essencing, squeezing out the, the essence of, shouldn't get an atse besamim. So you see, you're wrong. Tiyufta. Tiyufta, it's wrong. Really? So then how does Rashi, and for that matter, the Mishnah in the Bi'alacha, paskin like Rashi. Well, look in Tesis. The Bal'alachas G'dayles, the Bahag, is not G'dayles Tiyufta. Umishani Tani Hadas V'chol D'damilei. Kalaymer She'ikre L'reyach. Says the Bahak, says Taisus, the way Rashi and us will learn this sugya is that the Gemara here doesn't mean to say you only make an atse besamim 
on trees that smell good naturally. Any tree that is growing for a reach, any tree that is known for its scent, you get to make an atze besamim, even if it doesn't smell like that naturally. So it means hadas v'chol dedamila, and you erase the tiyufdem. That is how, and that is how Rashi came up with his psak. Okay. So that is bracha number one. Bracha number one, when it comes to smells, is bayre atze besamim, which according to Rashi and the way we paskin is any tree that can smell, whether it requires scratching, crushing, burning, you still make an atse besam. Next. Amalei Rav Chistler of Yitzchak. Says Rav Chistler of Yitzchak, Hai mishcha dafarsman. Oil that you, they, they do this nowadays, you like leave something in oil. Like nowadays they do this with olive oil and they put in like, like spices like thyme, or dill, or, you know, fancy oils, infused oils. So, a farsiman-infused oil. What bracha do you make on it? So said Yehuda, Since a farsiman only grows in Eretz Yisrael, make a bracha, Hashem created the oil of Eretz Yisrael. Seriously, please, don't quote Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda is a passionate Tzioni. And therefore, Rabbi Yehuda is going to say something along the lines of Shemen Artsenu. But that doesn't count for us. I'm like, Barminade Rabbi Yehuda, please. Don't, don't, except for Rabbi Yehuda's Psak. The Chavivale Eretz Yisrael. He loves Eretz Yisrael. Lukula Almamai. Everybody else, what about them now? By the way, if you will remember, we had a Gemara in the third parak. The Gemara in the third parak said that Rab Abba planned on making Aliyah. And the bus wasn't leaving, the train wasn't leaving until such and such a time. He had nothing to do between now and when the time was. He wanted to go to Shir. But he desperately didn't want Rabbi Huda to catch him. Because Rabbi Huda had a shita that it is usher to go to Yisrael until Mashiach takes us there. It's usher to go to Eretz Yisrael until the time comes. So you see that you can have a person who loves Eretz Yisrael so much so that we're willing to like just not even listen to anything he has to say about Eretz Yisrael because he is such a chayvev tziyayim. He loves Eretz Yisrael so much that we don't even listen to his psak. Yet Rabbi Huda still had a shita that it's usher to go to Eretz Yisrael until Mashiach takes us there. So, so to here, never mind. Um, says the Gemara. Anyway, so Rabbi Yehuda, I don't care about Ishita. How about everybody else? Not Rabbi Yehuda. Yes, there's a bracha for sweet-smelling oil if it has no wood in it, which means if it's purely oil, that was infused with the smell of something else, you make a bracha, b'yerei shemen arev. HaKadosh Baruch created sweet-smelling oils. So, so far, we're up to three brachas on reich. If it comes for, from a tree, you make atze besamim. How much the tree had to be tampered with to get it to smell, we discussed. If it comes from musk, 
which is an animal-based scent, it gets a mine besamim. If it is oil that is not animal-based, and yet not wood-based, it's just infused oil, it gets a shemen arev. The Gemara now is going to just have a couple shilas about, let's say something is not just infused oil, it has actual particles of the wood that smells. So do you get the atse besamim or you get the shemen arev? Is it an oil bracha or is it a wood bracha? Says the Gemara, Amr ab this, this, um, which, uh, which in the it's in the in the Kteris, it's called kisht. For those of you that really want an English word, kastus, as in, there you go, right? But knows kastus helps you a whole a whole lot. Now you now you really know it. You know the kids come home, especially these parshies, and, and they say like, "Parai through the babies in the Nile." What's the Nile? A river. So for the same price, call it Nilus. It's not like they know what Nile is. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like but you have to translate the shame translating. So if you really need a translation, it's Kastis. But it's Kaisht, which we say in the Pitamak Tyrus. Haiksharta, Mavarchanale Bari Atse Basamim. Obviously, it's a tree, so you make an Atse Basamim. Avil Mishcha Kvisha. But if let's say you take a piece of Kaisht and you leave it in oil and you smell that mixture, so what bracha do you make? Do you make the atze besamim or do you make the shemenarev? On that, this sheet that holds, you will not make atze besamim. For if kahanam or no, I feel a mishle kvisha. Even if it needed the oil to bring out the essence of the kaisht, even if it needed the oil to bring out the flavor of the kaisht, you still make a atze besamim. But if you need to grind up the kaisht and put it in oil in order to extract the flavor, then, then you wouldn't make a atzib samim. No, even ground oil. Even ground oil. Says the Gemara. So basically, so far, anything that's wood, no matter what you needed to do with it, you make an atzib samim. Anything that's pure oil that has no wood in it, you make a shem and arev. Anything that's neither animal-based, you make a, you make a mine besamim. Omer of Gittel, Omer of Ashi, Omer Rav, sorry. Hi, Smolak, Jasmine. Even though Jasmine looks like a grass, even though Jasmine looks like a grass, you could still make an even though it would not really look like a tree, but since it's like thick sawgrass kind of stuff, since it, it has some type of wood, like a fibrous content, you still make an These chilfi so Rashi translates them as baisim Shekirin Aspig. Now, so if you look on the side, so Aspig in the in the Maseris Ashas is Izavion, which if you look in the uh, Google, it says it's lavender. So lavender, lavender you do know about because people have lavender in their gardens. Um, so says the Gemara, 
Again, even though, even though you may, you may not categorize it as a tree, but it looks like a bulb. And how do you know things that grow in a bulb? How do you know things that grow in a bulb are called trees? Micra. Because when it says, when Tamar took in the Miraglam by Yeshua, it says, she brought them on the roof, and she hid them, or what did I say? Tamar. Oh, I meant Rachav. Yeah. So yeah, when Rachav, so she hid them in, thank you, she hid them in Pishte Ha'etz. Pishte is like Pishtun, which are bulbs. And it's yet called Eitz. So we see that a flower that has a bulb can still be called eights. So, so far we're really, 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 really expanding the definition of eights. You make bari atse besamim on burnt uh, besamim. You make atse besamim on, on crushed besamim. You make atse besamim on, on soaked besamim. You make atse besamim on grass that looks like wood type of besamim. You make atse besamim on bulbs. Now, says the Gemara, Omar Rameshashia, Hai Narkum, this, um, one second, one second, one second, one second, Narcissus? Yeah, I was going to say Janko, but, <laughs> but, but yeah, but then I remembered it's Narcissus. Anyway, this Narcissus, so it depends. Dig Inunisa, Garden, the one you grow in your own garden, has the din of Didabra, the kind that grows in the forest, in the wild, that mamish has a, a texture, mamish has a firmness of grass, that has a, you know, like it's, it's not rigid, like a, like a tree, like a wood, and it's grass, and therefore you make Asve Besamim. We are now up to number four. We have Atse, which included basically everything. We have Shemen, which included purely infused oil. We have Mine, which is from Achaya. Now we have Asve, Isve. We have grass that smells good. And finally, and I want one more. Omar Rabsheshes, Hani Sigli, these violets, that's Mamish grassy. Mavar Chanalei, Bari Asve Besamim. And finally, bracha number five on Reach, Omar, Marzutra, Haiman, the Meirach Besrega Ebechvusha. If a person smells an Esreg or a quince, I don't know what a quince is. Omer, Barach Shenos and Reach Teb Beperis. He should make the bracha of Barach Shenos and Reach Teb Beperis. Now, there's a big hack about this. The words of the Gemara taken literally are only if you pick it up exclusively to smell it. But <coughs> if you pick it up to eat it, your pineapple, and you smell it, derach agav, either to see, like, I, I want it, like, it's part of the experience. I'm going to smell the pineapple, then I'm going to eat it. You don't make a nasan reach type of Paris. It sounds, from the Gemara, this is how it's Paschal and Alacha, you only make a reach type of Paris if the whole reason you're dealing with it is purely to smell, then you make a reach type of Paris. If the reason you're picking it up is to eat it, but on the way, either like out of necessity or not out of necessity, 
you smell it, you do not make a reach tev be What about like um, leaves? Is that out there? Like mint leaves? It's not a stick. Right? But what, what's the tree that it comes from? That, that I think I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, mamish has to be like grass. Now, by the way, by the way, if you have a suffix about what bracha to make by smells, what do you do? Make a shahakal. Taisa says that. You make a shahakal in the Ebedvare. Yeah, so, some say you just make a barimine bisamim. Some say you make a shahakal in the Ebedvare. Says the Gemara. Amr Yehuda, Haiman. Now this is not one of the five brachas on smells. We finished the five brachas on smells. This is another bracha. Haiman, the nafik biyume nisan. Somebody that goes out during the nisan season. Now it has to be the month of nisan. It has to be the month of nisan. Can't be the end of Adar, and it can't be Rish Chaydesh Iyar. V'chazi ilni de kamalavlavi, and he sees trees are budding. Amar barach lechiser by lamei klum. You make that famous bracha. Barach lechiser by lamei klum. Hakadosh Baruch Hu doesn't leave anything missing from this world. Ubara by brias tayvis. He created beautiful brias vilanes tayvis good trees. Lishanes pahem bnei adam for people to enjoy, and it has to be a tree that's capable of producing fruit. And you make this bracha. By the way, the pais can all speak out that although one is not mechuyiv to seek out brachas. Which means, let's say, let's say you're in Deal. Deal, New Jersey. So, you know, you're on the street over there. One block to your east is the Atlantic Ocean. Is there an Indian? Make a right, park your car, get out, get back cook, and make a nice and nice and voracious. No. No, you don't have to. You don't have to. If, if like, the windows are closed, and, and your wife tells you there's lightning outside, is there an Indian to open up the shade to see the lightning? To make? No. You don't have to go into a matzah to make a bracha. The mafarsh of the Pais can speak. Yeah, that's, that's agaret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, if, but how about me and you? Nice. How about me and you that aren't doing anything better? <laughs> I think you dropped a movie on a plane. To <laughs> 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 so shy. So, um, um, is there an Indian? Yeah, probably, you know, probably. I mean, yeah, put Chazim Ayam at the bar. You know, and the bell does make a big deal of it. I'm not going to poo-poo that. Yeah. Um, but here, there's an Indian to go zuchit. There's an Indian to go find a tree. You know, if you want, in, in, the, in, like the, in Lakewood, they have like a list of all the trees in Lakewood that you can make. They have one in Baltimore also? Oh, Baruch Hashem. The one tree, the Yeah, so by us and by Flum's house, there's a, there's a tree. It's a crab apple tree that... Uh, that, like you know, it has fruits and and it buds. So we make it, and they have like a, the sign hanging on it. Um, also, it's a school to get your picture in the yet head. <laughs> like Rabbi Rabbi Leaf taking Birchas Paris every year, no matter what. Anyway, 
Um, fine. Now, here's the Gemara we've been waiting for. Omar Marzutra Bartovia Omarav. So we just had the whole Sugyan Shas about Berchus Harech. Main Bracha Atse Besamim. There's Mine. There's Shevan Arev. There's Isbe. There's Reich Taiv Beperais. There's the Inyan of 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 Bar Barbrias Taivis Ilanes Taivis. Minayin Shem Varchan Halarech. How do you know that such a genre exists? Answers the Gemara. Shenemar Kol Haneshama Tahalolka. The Neshama will praise the Rebbeinu Shel. Eze Dover Shaneshama Nehenes Mimenu. Veina Guf Nehenes Mimenu. What item does only the neshama have hanaf from and not the guf? This is the sense of smell. So, so the Gemara here makes a drasha, special drasha, that you need a chiv to make a bracha on smells. Asks the tzlach, the famous kash. We started the parak that said, Kol anehenim in ha'olam hazebalei bracha, is Kilumal, is Gezla Kodesh Baruch Hu, Asum Adam Shiyanim and Elazim Lebrach. So, why do I need a bracha that you make a bracha on smells? There, there's a Hanah from smell. So, of course, it's included. You need, how do I know you need to make a bracha on smells? Asum Adam Shiyanim and Elam Hazab Lebracha. Why do I need a Bazunder and Makar for a bracha on smells? That is the, that is the, um, that is the Tzachskash. So the Tzlach answers, since we find by Mi'ila, if a person smells the Ketiris being burnt, he doesn't have to bring a carbon Mi'ila. Because kol maru v'reach, seeing a beautiful sight, hearing beautiful music, and smelling beautiful smells, as gishmak as they are, they're not called the Hana, and you do not bring a carbon Mi'ila. So though it is usser for me and you to stand outside the base of Migdash just to hear, the orchestra must have been incredible. They're the most talented people in all of Klai Yisrael playing in the, in the base of Migdash. You're not allowed to go listen purposely, but if you do, you're not going to bring it's not called It's not called a Hana. If a person goes and looks at the splendor of the Menera, they say that, that they had like these little Meneras, the Mivreshas, the Menera, that the sun would glean off of it, you could see the, the shine in Yerichai. I think Yerichai is 35 miles from Yerushalayim, which means it's like from here to Washington. You can't see nothing from Washington here. But the Mivresh of the Beis Hamikdash, you'd be able to see in Washington. It's 35 miles. You're not allowed, but if you do, you don't bring a carmila. And same thing with the Kataris. It must have smelled amazing. If you go, you're not allowed to, but if you do, you don't bring carmil. Says the tzlach, you see from there, the reach is not called a real hana, and therefore isn't included in the drosh of it's not called a hana, and that's why we need a special, that's why we need a special brach, a special makar. Is that the reason why, um, conversely, if you are in a place that doesn't smell Proper. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The Gemara brings that pasuk in the third parak that it's it's Hanashama. Yeah, the Gemara brings that pasuk. Yeah, yeah. Mamish the Gemara says that. Yeah. But if you remember last night, Parat said a zach, which at you know at the time, um, uh, 
truth alert, I didn't believe him. The parrot said that he heard that the halacha is if you don't, if you don't, if you can't smell, if you don't have a sense of smell, which nowadays is very common, if you don't have a sense of smell, you still have to make a brach on b'sam. Really? So does that thing exist? So the answer is the mechaber and the shulchan aruch paskets absolutely not. Misha ein lechush hareach. The Shulchan Aruch Paskins absolutely not like that. If a person doesn't have a sense of smell, he is not allowed to make a brach on Besamim. And that is what the Briskarov was. Now we discussed the Briskarov yesterday. Briskarov never made a Besamim on Matzah Shabbos because the Briskarov didn't have a sense of smell. The Bes Yosef brings from Darchas Chaim that even someone that doesn't have a sense of smell he still has to, and he's not nana from the smell, he still makes a bar mine The Shvas Yankiv, Yankiv Reischer, says in the Chuvis that why? Since the makar of smell is that your neshama is nehenna, says the Shvas Yankiv, who says when a person smells, although his guf is nehenna, his neshama is an end. He can't rule that out. And therefore, the Shvus Yankov says, the Pshat the Besyaisa, the Paskins, that even someone without a sense of smell has to, has to make a, has to make a Baruch HaMesamim is because it's not up to your sense of real smell, it's your Neshama. Zokt, Rabbi Yosef Engel, the Ashas, that's the answer to the Tzlach's Kasha. You know why the slot, you know why the Gemara needed to bring an extra makar that you have to make a bracha on smell, and you know why the Gemara had to bring a bracha from a makar from the pasuk called neshamat alalka, is because zok like this base you make a bracha on smell even if you're not nana. So Avada, I can't learn it out of the original makar of asul adam shiyehenem in ha'elam azebalei bracha because that's limited to stuff you do get hanah from a smell that you don't get hanah from a smell you don't get hanah from therefore you would not need to make a bracha on smell if it was only up to that makar that's why I need this pasik to tell you you need to make a bracha on smell even if you're physically not nana your neshama is nana. That said, I'm sorry for going a little long. That said, the Marsha has the biggest bomb kasha ever. We're just talking about how ephemeral the sense of smell is and how ruchni is the, the, the sense of smell is. Frank the Marsha, yeah? Every animal has a sense of smell and animals don't have a neshama. What are you talking about? That's a good kasha. Frank the Marsha, sense of smell, limited to the neshama. In fact, even some place can say if the body doesn't smell at all, you still have to make a brach on a, on a smell because it's your neshama. The neshama, it's halik. Really? Every single behemoth has a sense of smell. So Marsha answers, Marsha answers that animals have a sense of smell that is purely utilitarian. There's no enjoyment in smelling. Which means we also have a sense of smell is very useful to us. You could tell when something's getting burnt in the oven by your sense of smell. You could tell if your house on fire from the sense of smell. You could tell this food is off. Do not eat that chopped liver. It's from three Shabbos ago. That your sense of smell is very, very useful in these types of matzav. Uh, but beside that an animal has, 
An animal has a dog could smell where the food is. And animals could smell, you know, they have these dogs that could smell COVID. The, the dogs have a sense of smell. Animals have a sense of smell that is for tashmishiyi, in English, utilitarian. Humans are able to enjoy smell. That, that ability to enjoy smell comes from the neshama. It's very bavost. The B'nai Sashar says that when other Mauritians sinned with Eitz Hadas, he used four out of five senses. He picked it up. He saw it, Nechmad Lamara, Michael. He saw it, he tasted it, he held it, he did not smell it. And the B'nai Sasra says that the sense of smell is the only sense that has not been defiled. And that's why there's a whole list of references that Mashiach will come using the sense of smell. I'll tell you the one that hit home with me the most. Ruach Apenu Mashiach Hashem. The smell of our nose will bring the Mashiach, which means the sense of smell being closest to Neshama is the only sense that hasn't been defiled. In fact, we find that that Besamim smell is the bridge between <laughs> Ruchni and Gashmi. That since the, the sense of smell pertains to the Neshama and it hasn't been defiled by sin, it's, it borders, it straddles both worlds. It straddles the physical world and it straddles the Ruchni sticker world. That's why you find Rabbi Huda Berbiloi, when he used to dance at a chas, and he used to dance in front of the kala with a, with a hadas. Why? Because marriage is kedusha, is the, is the melding, is the merging of ruchni and gashmi. The way to merge ruchni and gashmi is through, is through smells. And that's why on Matzah Shabbos, when we're going from the ruchni of Shabbos to the gashmi of the week, the way to bridge the gap between Ruchni and Gashmi, between Shabbos and now the Sheish Samaya is through Reach. Reach is the bridge. It, it, it is in the Ruchni world, but it is sensed by Gashmi, yet it hasn't been defiled by sin. That's the Mokam that Reach has in the Velt, and that is why we smell Besamim on Matzah Shabbos. It's the connection with Oh, very good. <laughs> very good. <laughs>